Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. is the Rich Eisen Show. Who is the number one guy? Rich Eisen. Really? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. How have you been able to uh, adjust where you're definitely more famous every passing day than the, the day before, Brock? I don't try to think that I'm somebody else or something bigger. Earlier on the show, actor and toast Jerry O'Connell. Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell. Coming up, NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Our number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Hey. Tom Pilicero is going to join us. 20 minutes time. First order of business. When are the Bears just going to tell us Justin Fields is, uh, is out so he can make a move in fantasy? And if you're thinking, Rich, why are you talking about fantasy on the show? And it's just, we don't care about your fantasy team. Uh, then, then you must have felt like Kevin O'Connell did moments ago when I told him I had Jordan Addison on the team. You should feed him. That's so unprofessional. And you know what? I don't care. Rubbers meet in the road. It's week seven. You know what I mean? Right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Week, week number seven here. We had a great conversation with Jerry O'Connell. Um, we also had in our number one a chat with um, Dan Wetzel of Yahoo Sports talking about what's going on in my alma mater and Jim Harbaugh and what's going on with uh, an investigation into Michigan about um, a possible cheating scandal of Stealing signs and things of that nature. Uh, if you missed any of it, it re-airs right here on the Roku channel, channel 210, as soon as we are done. And it will run all weekend long, all the way up until our Monday program, when we're back talking about week seven writ large in advance of the Monday Nighter that we've spoken about quite a bit with Brock Purdy on yesterday's program and Kevin O'Connell on today's program. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Here on the show, uh, let's take a couple phone calls before I give you my top five list of the five most intriguing matchups I'm looking forward to for the rest of this weekend. Uh, let's go to Jeremiah and one of Brockman's many old stomping yeah. grounds, the great state of Alaska. What's up, Jeremiah? Yeah, seven. Jeremiah. Uh, driving. How are you? You're driving in Alaska, are you? Yes. Okay. Amazing. I've never spoken to somebody driving in Alaska before. You're the first. <laughs> it's never happened in my life. Yeah. Oh, it's, I, I do it all the time. I drive all over the place and look at broken <laughs> stuff and give my opinion to people. Very good. <laughs> What's on your mind? Where are you heading, Jeremiah? What's the town you're heading to? I'm heading to Wasilla today. Oh, can you see Russia from yeah. there? Nice. <laughs> it's just north of Anchorage. Okay. It's a pretty nice little town. Okay. That was a 2008 reference that Jeremiah did not get. What's going on, Jeremiah? What's on your mind? 
Well, I'm wondering, you, Mr. Rich Eisen, as a lead pipe wielding professional and a guy that witnessed the game over there in London between the Jaguars and the Bills. I did. Um, how you feel about that being the AFC Championship game and every time that those guys face each other, how you feel about the possibility of Josh Allen sacking Josh Allen? It was, uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a rarity. Um, as a matter of fact, Jeremiah, Josh Allen had his first career interception and only one to date against Josh Allen. That actually happened yeah. in the first time they faced one another. And the Jaguars are 2-0 and against the Bills when Josh Allen and Josh Allen have been on the same field. Um, yeah, I, uh, I avidly watched, but this year it was too early because I live in Alaska and it starts at 6 a.m. and I caught the end of it, but not the... Last first. 15 seconds? Is that what you're saying? You caught the last 15 yeah, seconds? Much. Like David Spade? Uh, Jeremiah, yeah. thank you for the call. Thank you for the call. Um, drive safely. What a Jacksonville versus Buffalo is an AFC championship game rematch from that uh, week. Let me get this right. Five contest I called. I hear you. Why not? That would be possible for sure. The way that that would work would be what? That let's just let's just assume both of them win their divisions. Okay. That would mean they wouldn't face each other in the divisional playoff round, the wild card playoff round. Right. And probably would face each other in the divisional playoff run. Right? Unless one's two and three, and then they face each other having won their divi- their their wild card rounds. That would pretty much be it. Unless someone's one and four. One and three, because one and four would play each other, two and three would play each That's other. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's also the matter of the Dolphins and the Chiefs being involved in this matter. And then let's see if the Bengals or the Ravens or anybody else yeah. hops up in there. Also, right. let's just rewind six years. They did play one of the worst playoff games in recent memory. Ten, oh, God, ten, yeah. Ten, that, was a, that was Terod Taylor versus um, really Blake Bortles, right? Yeah, it was really bad. And then Bortles the next week almost lit it Patriots. up in Pittsburgh. Oh, and then they almost beat the Patriots right. the week after. That was it. Yeah. That was the run. I remember that. Yeah. Um, and would I, would I like to see Jacksonville versus Buffalo in the uh, AFC Championship game? I think it would be a good game. And plus the fact that, you know, Nance and Romo and everybody else would have to pull the copy of me on the call. I love that idea. You know why? I like to resonate. <laughs> You're the resonator. I'm probably resonating in my own household right now and not in a good way. <laughs> well, you're resonating with all the uh, words in the valley. <laughs> words that were actually uh, accurate uh, from 1994 to early 1996. Rich in Redding, California. Oh. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Rich? Good afternoon, sir. So I feel like I have an odd number of things that connect me to you, even though we've never met or spoken before. Okay. First of which, my name is Rich, and I live in Reading. Yep. Uh, that, about that, thirty years. That was me from her. that was me from election night, nineteen ninety four, to just prior to Valentine's Day, nineteen ninety six. That was me. Yes, and I and, and I did witness uh, several uh, broadcasts from. Did the, you really? KRCR. Did you really? Seven, That's so cool. And uh, see if you remember this. Okay. You interviewed a quarterback from Anderson High School. Uh, his name was Charles Wheaton, uh, probably somewhere in that time frame. And he does have a, a, a VHS of it. I have not been able to get a hold of it yet. Ah. But he is, he is my coworker at a large utility that I work at. Well, I would love to see it. I would love to yeah, see well, it. That would be fun. Like he's been looking. It's like you know, somewhere between his mom's house. They don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I also live probably three blocks from Mr. Mangus. 
Ah. He lives up the hill from me in I, Anderson or in Reading. Please tell him I said hi. He was the uh, well, main sports anchor. I don't run into him too much, but we do. My wife and I do a walk every morning, and we do pass by the little cul-de-sac in which he lives. Please tell him I said hi, and that thank you for the number <laughs> of times he probably saved my job that I did not know. <laughs> please. <laughs> And the other one was, since Jerry O'Connell was on today, I don't know if you know this, but the bridge scene in Stand By Me, which obviously Mr. O'Connell was a, uh, a pivotal character in, yep. is in Bernie, California, which is not too far from here. And even my job, I drive by that bridge uh, quite often. I no idea. And sometimes stop there and just have lunch because it's kind of a cool spot. The, the tracks are no longer there, but the bridge is still intact. Is that the, is that yes. the end of the connective tissue or is there more, Rich? Uh, that's about it. I thought, I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> do you, that's amazing. Do you, do you, uh, have a family? Do you live alone? What was your, what's your, I live with my beautiful wife who is a math teacher at enterprise high school. Oh, I've covered I many a game at enterprise high school. This is amazing. Uh, when, yeah. when, uh, uh, screw it. I'll go there. When you get packages delivered, does your wife, uh, <laughs> oh God, no. Oh, open them before you get home. <laughs> Sometimes. Still watching. <laughs> yeah. I know that, right? Not usually. <laughs> Nor does mine. I'm having fun. Thank you, Rich. Appreciate it. <laughs> you been the call for years. I appreciate you taking the call. Thanks, man. That was fun, you, dude. That's awesome. And, and I know exactly. Teachers? I've covered. Uh, this I've, is your life. I've covered uh, many events in Bernie, California, uh, Enterprise High School. Wow, that is cool. Back in the day, man. All right, present day, week seven began Thursday night. I now have. Let's go. My Usual Friday fair. Top five most intriguing matchups for the upcoming weekend. Week seven. Hit it, please. High five. One, two, three, four, five. Rich's top five. All righty, then. Let's start with right up the road. Coming off their bye week, the Pittsburgh Steelers are in town here in Los Angeles, California. Chris Brockman, are you going to the game? You going to the game still? You going? Questionable. Oh, no. Well, or for your wallet, I'm sure you'll flip those tickets to some black and gold, terrible towel-waving fan who will hop right in there to see if they can beat the Los Angeles Rams who, hey, folks, if they can go to 4-3, and win in this game, a four-win team through seven weeks, Few people thought that would be possible, but that is entirely feasible. And, you know, this is Aaron Donald's hometown team that we're talking about here. This is right? the, this is apparently the only other team he would ever consider playing for. Oh. And I'm sure he would love to just send a message to everyone back home by saying, hello, we're the Los Angeles Rams and we're still pretty damn good. And this is going to be a fun game. Late window Steelers Rams. Lots of fun watching this one looking forward to it number four on this list is the game we've been talking about with our guests over the last two days 49ers and vikings yes the vikings have only one win i get it or two wins pardon me they only have two wins i get it but two and four against five and one can they hang a second consecutive loss in the san francisco 49ers or will the 49ers bounce back purdy v cousins is a lot of fun I can't wait to see this one on Monday night. And obviously, there's a lot of uh, implications for many people's fantasy teams. McCaffrey, Debo. What's going to happen in this one on a Monday night in week seven to wrap up the week? That intrigues me. Number three on this list. Chargers Chiefs. AFC West. 
because this is it, folks. Uh, honestly, with all due respect to my Raiders friends and fans, if you look at the rosters, just the rosters, the Chargers are the team that could be able to make a run on the Chiefs or threaten them, threaten them, you know, and um, the Chargers have the same number of losses as the Raiders. And if they go to three and three and win a game on the road and actually beat the Chiefs here, then then you, it bears watching in this division the rest of the way. If not, and the Chiefs win their six in a row and send the Chargers to two and four, that would be what we call a lightning bolt tailspin. Here, coming off of a bye to lose two in a row after the way they went into the bye. Yep. You could say basically maybe bye-bye. Certainly if Garoppolo is getting in and out of the lineup. So this is kind of a big game just for the AFC West and to see if somebody can draw more blood uh, than the Lions uh, in Kansas City. Number two on the list, Lions-Ravens. Let's go. I saw the Ravens with my own two eyes last Sunday in London. They are a really good team. And they have a defense that loves to impose its will. And that's what the Lions are all about themselves. I know Jared Goff and Lamar Jackson, you would say, are on kind of opposite sides of the quarterbacking spectrum. Nobody's played the position, and I mean nobody, better. You could have been playing it just as well, but nobody's played it better over the last calendar year than Jared Goff. And Lamar Jackson is having a really good run at it so far in the first six weeks of this season. Ravens decided not to have a bye. They did not want to buy after their London game because they wanted it later in the season. Here come the Lions, and I can't wait to see this one. A good old-fashioned paint-swapping affair, all leading up to Sunday night football. It is the Saban Bowl. It is Tua and Hurts. Their history together is one million percent fodder for my interest. Hurts isn't the guy he is today without the journey. I and mean, you could say the same thing about obviously anybody, but the night that Hurts gets benched in a national championship game to watch Tua win it all is one of the many character building moments that has led to Jalen Hurts being the effing man in Philadelphia. And for him to now with Tua at the pinnacle of his football professional career right now, building that pinnacle to go even higher for him to be coming in off of the first loss of the season and the adverse maybe effects of that loss to try and wipe it away against Tua and this offense going against a Philadelphia defense filled with the old Georgia Bulldogs and there's Alabama Crimson Tide quarterbacks all over the lot it is an SEC contest up in the Northeast with the Miami Dolphins bringing Tyreek Hill and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith as the guy who, as we all know, was Hurts' target until Tua hit him for that national championship victory that night. He's Hurts' wide receiver. Come on, man. McDaniel, Sirianni, what more do you need to be intrigue you? This is number one, a million percent on the list. Two five-and-one teams the number one most intriguing matchup of week number seven. You think we need one more? Sure, George. All right, we'll get one Why more. Why not indeed? The NFC South on display. Uh, you know, seeing the Saints the way they looked last night, 
Can they win the division? Put it all together? You know what? It's the NFL. You can't sit here and say no shot. In the same way that you are more confident saying that about a winless team entering week seven like Carolina is with a rookie quarterback. So these are the two teams, right? Falcons, Bucks. Yep. These are the two teams. And if the Falcons can win on the road, they would take a major leg up in division. They would go to four and three, send the Buccaneers to their second consecutive loss at home, coming off the bye as well. Desmond Ritter v. Baker Mayfield, two guys in different positions, figuratively playing the same position. And the Falcons would be able to go to four and three, have a half game up in the standings, but a big leg up by notching a road win in division against the team that does appear to have the best shot to win the division in the NFC South. Or the Bucs go to four and two and send the Falcons to three and four and keep their turf unblemished against the team that is closest to them in standings and potentially also talent to win the division. And what if Desmond Ritter has a bit of a pick fest here? Mm. It always seems to be teetering on the edge. We don't know Arthur Smith and his mustache and, and uh, his his level of um, patience with this guy, knowing Taylor Haneke would not make a lot of the same mistakes as this rookie, certainly. He might make different mistakes. <laughs> he might make different mistakes, but maybe yeah. not the ones that cause Arthur Smith to be a meme with his hands on his Yeah. So... Those are your intriguing matchups for week number seven. And I love them all. It's going to be a lot of fun this coming weekend. I want to tell you before we take a break and turn to my buddy Tom Pelissero and what appears to be a very nice black sweatshirt hoodie. Wondering <laughs> if he's going to change for us from his uh, appearance on uh, NFL Insiders. Mm. Um, I want to tell you about Game Time tickets. It is so easy to use. When we got a call from Game Time saying, hey, are you, you know, we're, we're interested in partnering up. The answer was, you know, you had me at hello. And certainly because we use their app and we are all now having accounts here. Every single member of the Rich Eisen Show staff has one. And we've all learned how easy it is to use game time. It's actually pleasing to look at. And it's easy to find every possible event near you or around the country. Sports, music, comedy, and theater. Last minute deals that are killer. All in prices. What does that mean? You get to see the best price and you get to see what everything is all in up front. So you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. And then you can buy tickets in seconds with two taps, a two tap process. It's easy to use. It's easy to download. So do it. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Restrictions apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Again, create an account. Redeem the code R-I-C-H for $20 off. Download Game Time today. You won't regret it. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Tom Pelissero Connell. Look, they added it right there. It's graphically supported. Love it. Well done, gents. Well done on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets. 
at the Rich Eisen Show, and every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it, and then the all-in prices. That's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all-in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed it's that time of year people spring has sprung And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. Don't open the box, Brad. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Tom Pelissero back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you and Tom? Doing great, Rich. Rolling into week seven. A lot of stuff going on. Yep. We're counting down to the trade deadline. It's a, it's a fun time of year. Yep. So, you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, I shouldn't say this funny. Uh, because it does mean that Justin Fields might not play. Um, Tyson Bagent being the starter for the Chicago Bears. Are you are you are you texting someone right now? Are you reporting back to some, what? Tom, there's, Tom, yeah, Tom. There's a move. Okay, hold what's on. the move? Oh, like, oh, what, oh, like what? Like what is it? What is it? Now you got to share it. Now you got to share it. If so you're not going to, if you're not team. eyes here, Tom. <laughs> what is going on? Steelers are releasing Gunnar Olszewski, who is uh, a great story out of Bemidji State, wide receiver, been a very productive special teamer. Uh, wild guest Bill Belichick will have him back in New England in about 10 seconds here. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll see exactly how this plays out. But that's notable, though, for the Steelers because Deontay Johnson, remember, coming back from injured reserve, okay. he was practicing this week. So by releasing Gunnar, that probably means Deontay Johnson is back. We'll see if that's oh. this week. They oh. certainly could use him because uh sounds oh. like Pat Fryermuth. Definitely not playing this week and may not be playing for a little bit here, Rich. Okay. So this is actual genuine information uh, that, that has a ripple effect and thus, you know, is required for your immediate attention despite being on live television and radio, Tom. You can multitask. It's, you know, it's okay. It's, it's tough, okay. tough balance. It's okay. We try to... We, we try to handle everything. By the way, what's up to my guys in the studio? Hey, hey, what's up, Tommy? Tom? Great Isn't to see this you, lovely? Man. That's my guy. Love uh, being here. I know. 
Um, so anyway, the the uh, the fact that Justin Fields is he going or he can't go? What do, what, what do you think? Is he going Sunday? What are you hearing? I about would be Chicago? really surprised based okay. on everything I know uh, if he is going to go. So which means that it's probably or is going to be the undrafted rookie from Shepard, Tyson Bajent, getting his first NFL start. Which is it's a remarkable story on Bajan because he, he if you look at his numbers it's astronomical production he thought about transferring to a Division One program last year but decided you know what I'm going to finish it out here uh, finish it out at Shepherd put up big numbers didn't get drafted went to the Senior Bowl but there's something about the guy as much as the player that teams really like through the course of the process so the Bears said okay he's a free agent let's bring him in here. They weren't thinking at the time he was going to beat out P.J. Walker for the backup job. Walker would be starting for the Browns when they beat the 49ers. Bajan would be starting this week going up against uh, whoever it is and the whoever the Raiders are starting at quarterback. Uh, but here we are in a big opportunity for Tyson Bajan. And then, you know, if he performs well enough, Tom, it's entirely possible that we won't have to constantly men- mention who his dad is uh, every time we talk about Tyson, it, Travis, the let me get this right, 17-time arm wrestling world champion. And if I'm not mistaken, because every single time Tyson Bajan gets mentioned these days around our, our stomping grounds at the NFL Media Group, there's video from the Senior Bowl of you arm wrestling this individual. The question I have for you is now, uh, how did that come about and why would you do that, Tom? Uh, all great questions, Rich. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it started out because I was in an establishment in Mobile uh, early in the week <laughs> and ran into Tyson Bajan's agent who was like, oh, do you want to meet his dad? And mm-hmm. he, of course, the 27-time uh, arm wrestling world champion. Mm-hmm. He started out as a lefty, which there aren't many lefties, but then he also switched to righty. So he won titles with both arms. It's very impressive. So like Mickey we started Mantle. talking about it. I think Ian Rappaport actually suggested, hey, you guys should arm wrestle on TV. But we get to like late in the week. It's Thursday. We're like trying to spice things up on TV. And they're like, hey, is, is the dad there? Let's do this. So he walked down and you'd think he'd been rehearsing the script for a month. <laughs> he had the whole thing and like all the smack that he was going to talk throughout all of it. Um it, like I saw Kevin Clark replied to the video uh, when it got put out there again yesterday uh, saying, I didn't realize, I thought Tom was just going to get beaten. I didn't think that the guy was going to cut a wrestling promo before, during, and after beating him. But that's what it was. So funny thing, Rich. Yes. Uh, I'll be on game day morning. Of course, your show on uh, our morning. show, Tom. It's our show. It's our show. I like to think of it as your show, okay. but sure. <laughs> bring, bring me into the mix. Uh, so I have a plan to talk about Tyson Bajan on Sunday. So I'm like, I'm going to text. Travis the Beast Bajan just to check in, you know, because we've got this very special relationship. So I text him like, hey, you know, I'm going to be talking, you know, I'm sure it's an exciting week, going to be talking about Tyson on TV. You know, do you want to give me a, a quick call if you got a minute? Like 15 minutes later, my phone rings, you know, hey, what's up? And he goes, it's your daddy calling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's headed there. A lot of friends and family members are going to be in the house for, uh, for Tyson's first start. So pretty, That's a pretty cool moment. Dad's going to be keep it together in the stand there it is the great i mean you didn't have a shot right like you didn't have like honestly what what is that like was it like like hitting a wall like a a brick wall like actually shoving your arm against a wall is that what it was like that that that, uh photo there is a great representation of it because you notice at that point i have both hands on his one (laughs) hand just trying to get uh something going there it was uh 
it, it was yeah, it was something. But my concern was for about five minutes after, because I'm putting everything I've got into it. I don't know what I'm doing. For about five minutes after, I was numb from my wrist <laughs> down to my elbow and thinking, this is bad. This is my microphone elbow. If I gotta do the game lefty, we're gonna have some real problems here. Mm-hmm. But the feeling came back. Okay, good. It became this Viral moment, uh, thanks in part to your friends uh, Daniel Jeremiah and Charles Davis cackling uncontrollably <laughs> in the background the whole time. You know, you would never think, though, too, when you walk away from that week. And yeah. I talked to scouts after coaches who were like, yeah, you know, Bajan threw it okay. But it wasn't like, wow, he blew everybody away. He had a pretty solid week with those guys. You just never know. Are they going to get that opportunity? Is it going to line up for him? Are they going to kick around and get cut 100 times over the next five years? Here he is. It's week seven of the NFL season, and a dude who is starting against fill-in-the-blank state school for West Virginia last year at this time is about to start against the Raiders on Sunday. It's pretty wild. Yeah, against fill-in-the-blank quarterback for the uh, for the Raiders. Um, as we're talking here, Tom, any guess at all who it's going to be, and what does ail Jimmy Garoppolo, Tom? Josh McDaniels said uh, before practice today that they would not make a final decision until after practice. If I am reading the tea leaves right now, Rich, from everything that I have been told so far, I would guess, educated guess, but still a guess, that it's Brian Hoyer getting the start this week, which would mean Aiden O'Connell, would the rookie, would end up being the backup here. It's, it's a tough deal because O'Connell, you remember, got his last start. It was you know short notice, and he's put out there, thrown into the fire. He actually made some plays in that game. Also turned it over a couple of times uh, with Brian Hoyer last week. He played okay in relief. You can go back through. I mean, Brian Hoyer, he's a great guy. He's been around a long time. Has not had to start and win very many football games in like the last seven, eight years here. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe that allows the Raiders to feel like they've got a little bit more control over the situation. We all know Josh McDaniels comes from the Bill Belichick tree. You don't want to give away the football. Aiden O'Connell did that a couple of times his last time out. With regard to Jimmy Garoppolo, what I can tell you is in part what Josh McDaniel said, which is that they feel like they've ruled out the most significant. They've dodged a major bullet, as Josh put it, in terms of internal injuries. But it's a substantial enough injury that by Thursday they had already ruled out Garoppolo for this week's game. I can tell you Jimmy has been in the building this week. He's out of the hospital. We'll see exactly when he might be able to get back onto the field right now. For Raiders team that's won you know, their past two games, it's find a way and let some of those other superstars they've got on the roster go to work. Tom Pelissero here in his usual Friday spot on the Rich Eisen Show, my colleague from the NFL Media Group. What uh, is your best guess on what's going to happen Monday night with McCaffrey and Debo, Trent Williams, um, Niners and Vikings? What do you got for me there? So with Christian McCaffrey, they ruled out any type of rib or rib cartilage issue, according to Kyle Shanahan, which is good news. He's dealing with what the team is calling an oblique issue at this point. I've talked to people who know McCaffrey really well and say, unless there's an injury and the doctors say you cannot play, he is going to play. In other words, this is not going to be well. I don't quite feel 100%. He knows he's got a chance to do something special this year. He knows that there's MVP conversation, and it's not all about you know, individual goals either. It's also about getting this 49ers team back on track. So we'll see. It's really going to be a matter of how does he feel here in the coming days. It sounds like with Debo and Trent Williams, they're kind of in the same boat. With Trent Williams, he's played through everything. He's Mm -hmm. got uh, an ankle sprain right now. It's not a high ankle sprain, and he's played through those before. So I'd be surprised at this point if Trent Williams doesn't go. With Debo, you just want to make sure with his physical playing style, 
Is he able to you know, protect himself? Is there any risk of aggravating it? None of those guys you mentioned practiced yesterday near to Drake Greenlaw. So there are some things we're going to be monitoring leading up to Monday night. What's the deal with Deshaun Watson, Tom? What's going on there? I think, Rich, the Deshaun Watson conversation got skewed a little bit by how that first week played out. What we know right now, let's start there, is Deshaun Watson has played the past two days or practiced the past two days, didn't practice on Wednesday. So at that point, you're going, it's going to be another week. But he was out there at limited basis on Thursday. Kevin Stefanski said he did everything on Friday. Now they got to see how that throwing shoulder responds to all that activity and make a final determination. If you go all the way back to that first game he missed, which I believe was in week four, Deshaun thought everyone there, the coaches, the front office, everyone thought Deshaun Watson was playing. He showed up on Sunday morning. He could not throw the ball more than 10 yards, could not drive the football the way that he needed to, Mm -hmm. to go play in a football game. And so the decision was made to hold him out. I know that a lot was made of the Kevin Stefanski response when he was asked whether or not Deshaun Watson was medically cleared. And he says, yes, he was medically cleared, but you know, he made the decision that he was not able to go. A lot of people took that as, well, Deshaun pulled himself off. Why didn't he gut it out for the team? In my mind, and again, educated guest territory here, Rich, I believe that Kevin Stefanski was surprised that anybody would ask if a player who's going through a pregame workout on Sunday has been medically cleared. In other words, if a player is not medically cleared, you don't work them out two hours before kickoff. You rule them out. They're not going to play in the game. So in Stefanski's mind, he's thinking, why would you even ask? Like, of course, he's medically cleared. Like the doctor said he could play, but he's got to be functional. He wasn't functional. And then the other piece of it was it was reported as a shoulder bruise, which, you know, I, I've said this before, but I think people think of that terminology, that injury as, well, you you got up in the dark and you walked into a door frame and you got a little little bruise on your shoulder. No, it's a it's a rotator cuff issue. He referred to it as a, a micro strain, a strain or micro tear I refer to it as a, a rotator cuff contusion. It's all more or less the same thing. And functionally, when you have that type of an injury on your rotator cuff, it makes it hard. You lose strength. You have some weakness in there. You have discomfort in there. Those are all symptoms that Deshaun Watson was feeling. We've seen some videos of him throwing just in individual drills. In that setting, it looks like he's doing okay. The real test is going to be, can he drive the football? Can he make the throws downfield? Is he in you know, as little pain as possible at this point. And can he function normally? If he's not, then they're going to go with P.J. Walker for another week. Good sign today. We'll see where we are come Sunday. A few minutes left with Tom Pellicero here on this busy Friday. One year ago today, happy Christian McCaffrey anniversary uh, trade to the 49ers, um, Tom. Uh, anything on the horizon of something in that vein? Obviously, McCaffrey was traded away from a team that had already blown out their head coach, and it was obvious to everyone there that they had turned the page to the following season. We haven't seen any of that yet. Um, So there are unique circumstances to this trade that occurred one year ago today. What about the upcoming trade deadline? Any blockbuster you're sensing, feeling that you're willing to put out there right now? I would say that based on all the GMs I've talked to, everyone gets the sense that things are a little bit slower right now than they've been in years past. My theory on that, just talking to people within the league, is in part a lot of the teams right now, Rich, that have bad records, thought they were going to be good. Denver, right or wrong, Sean Payton said, I think we're a playoff team. The Vikings were in the playoffs. The Giants were in the playoffs. The Patriots were not a terrible team and definitely thought that they would be better. All those teams right now are one or two wins. 
And so you're in a challenging position because the trade deadline's so early. And there was discussion among the general manager's advisory committee actually last fall about could you push it back a week or two. There's always concern from the competition committee if you push the trade deadline any further back you're going to have teams to get further along and then you really tank. So it's early in part to guard against some of that behavior. But right now, for those teams that I just mentioned that are all bad record, but they thought they were going to be good, now you've got not just the football stakeholders, the head coach, the GM, but you also have owners who are trying to figure out and having conversations about, are we really going to be bad? Are we really going to take apart a team that six weeks ago we thought was going to be really good and start selling or do we double down, maybe even be a buyer, bring somebody in? The Panthers are another team on that list. They didn't anticipate being 0-6 right now, but just poking around on Carolina, yeah, there's some veteran players who potentially would be available, but they'd like to add players. They'd like to put some things around Bryce Young if they can, whether that's a receiver, whether that's getting some help on defense. They'd like to upgrade that roster. So it's a really unique uh, type of a position. There's some teams like Arizona that, yeah, I think we all looked on paper and said one in five sounds about right. They've been very competent. They're playing really hard for Jonathan Gannon, but that's in a, a team that potentially could be taking calls on selling players. Denver certainly is open for business, but they're not just going to give away the entire roster. All of which, Rich, is a long way of saying we are currently, what, 11 days out, I believe, from the trade deadline. I thought this would be the week things really picked up. Right now, there's a lot of poking around. There's a lot of calls being made. There's not a lot that's advancing at this point. Let's see where we are after this week's games and even those final couple of days before the deadline, just because, again, some of the teams with bad records right now didn't think they were going to be bad, and they want to hold off on any decisions about blowing things up until as late as possible. Yeah, I mean, that makes week seven games that huge. Uh, they're huge in that regard. You know, it might push teams towards more of a brink or or more towards towards buying. And then the Cardinals, but, I mean, if they're thinking it's selling or taking calls to to determine it, they put Kyler Murray and Buda Baker back on the practice field this week, and they're they're talking about how these guys might return. Like, is that possible, Tom? What do you think on that front? I would be surprised if Kyler plays this week. Nobody's ruled it out yet, but that would surprise me. Just three days of practice, he has worked in with the first string offense, so that? not out of the question. With Buda Baker, not out of the question. He could be back either. Uh, you also have to ask yourself. If you're going to be a seller, and I'm not reporting anything, just sure, saying yeah. if you're going to be a seller, guys like Buda Baker, maybe even Kyler Murray are some of the guys who potentially have the most value as trade partners. So if you're able to at least show that they're back healthy in practice, maybe even get a guy like Buda into a game, what does that do to the, the potential trade market? These are all things that teams have to take into consideration. We've seen other teams in the past who hold guys out if they're dealing with any type of injury prior to the trade deadline. So Keep an eye on some of those inactives over the next couple of weeks here too, Rich. It's going to be uh, it's going to be fascinating. And what about Saquon? Um, you know, he's or he he's he basically said, "I don't want to leave. Don't trade me." Um, but that's again one year anniversary of McCaffrey being acquired. Look at what a difference it has made for San Francisco. Again, in this world, we work on NFL Plus. Everything's plus. They became Niners Plus. You know what I mean by that trade. Why can't uh, the Bills become Bills Plus by making one of those trades? Just as a, for instance, just throwing it out there. Let's take a team that is already really good and maybe get plussed up. Like Von Miller allowed Buffalo to become Bills Plus until he got hurt. Why not? You know, why uh, Why not do one of those things? You know? Seem like the Ra Ravens be another yeah. odd team that, right. you know, after losing J.K. Dobbins. Maybe there's a running back who helps put them over the top. Those are all things that are possible. With Saquon, 
you know, he doesn't want to leave. He ultimately doesn't really control that. He's going to be a free agent after the season. This is the type of guy in the situation where if you're able to get value historically, you would say, okay, that's a logical player who could get traded. I also know how the Giants organization, how ownership feels about Saquon Barkley. They want him to be there. Um, you know, you look at the contract. He, he signed that contract before the start of training camp on a one-year deal that just had some incentives in it, which right now they're all tied to playoffs, so he's not going to hit any of them. He's basically just going to play for the tag number. He signed that because he thought the best thing he could do was go out there, have another big year, lead the team to some wins. Instead, he gets hurt, gets banged up. You know, circumstances change within the NFL. But you look at that upcoming schedule for the Giants, and, yeah, they still got problems on their offensive line. Andrew Thomas is out again. Daniel Jones listed as questionable, but not yet cleared for contact. We'll see if he can make it for this week mm. against the Commanders. But that schedule, Rich, you would have loved to seal that one in Buffalo. Again, nobody thought that you would win with a backup quarterback. But even without that, get a couple of wins here prior to the deadline. You're not completely out of it. There's an extra wild card spot these days, 17-game season. Again, you can you can trick yourself into believing a lot of different things here. But, you know, the reality is there really is opportunity. Everybody's going to have to make those decisions. And if the Giants still think that they're in it, I would anticipate Saquon Barkley still being a part of that team. Tom, thanks again. Greatly appreciate it. So don't be surprised next time when you uh, next week when you zoom in, I'll just start the interview by saying it's your daddy. You know, we could just do one of those. That is funny, Matt. Pull that sound bite. Yep. That, we'll, we'll revive it on Sunday. Tom. You, oh, yes. On our show, Tom. Our show called there NFL Game Day Morning. We'll see you then. That's Tom Pelissero. Right here on my show, The Rich Eisen Show. See, there's a difference. Well, actually, it's our show here, too. Thank so, you. You said that you right. It's our show. It's our show. My name's not on the mug, though. It doesn't matter. So. It's our show. Without you guys. That was the whole point yesterday about Mike McDaniel. Right. You know, somebody's got a block for Tua. Right. We're blocking. I'm, I'm the Tua in the equation. <laughs> All right. What I mean, I'm blocking. a perfect example of how big these games are. Let's hit that next. Let's wrap up this Friday show with that next. Let's go. All right. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Yes, and if you were just watching before I went off camera, my card slipped out of my hands. <laughs> Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or... 
your partners. Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, everybody. Check out the NFL on Westwood One for free, streamed, and it's sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app. You can just ask Alexa simply. Open Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platforms. That's right. You can stream Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner on the call, me in studio all season long for free and get in the zone with AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Nice. That was nice. significant. Right up for that was significant. Yeah. Uh, Nick in Ontario, Canada, back here on the program. How you been, Nicholas? How you doing, Rich? What's on your mind, sir? Uh, a couple of things. First, question for you. Have you ever watched Home Improvement? Oh. Well, I, 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 how about, how about, how about <laughs> that's for good. an answer, Nick. When I did stand-up co- a comedy in college, I once opened for Tim Allen at the U-Club on oh. the campus of the University of Michigan. So, yes. That uh, would be a great night. Uh, but it never worked out for him on the show when he talked about Jill. Uh, I see. What, I got it. Very good. What else is on your mind? <laughs> Huge game Sunday. Um, in my mind, this is for the NFC South. Um, I know Baker's your boy, but um, Falcons D-line are going to turn him uh, into the doughboy this weekend. Hey, man, the Falcons defense has been balling out. I think, couldn't you make, thanks for the call, Nick. Appreciate it and the advice. Uh, um, wouldn't you say that the Falcons being, you know, in the position that they're in, which is to win this game, to be 4-3 and three and take a leg up, it's a defense that's kept them in these games? Uh, the defense has 100% kept them in the game. Just take last week, for example. It was an eight-point game for the entire fourth quarter. Their defense got three stops. The Falcons went offense three times to try yeah. to tie the game. Had a and shot. could not. Yeah. It was a defense that kept them in the game. Calais Campbell. 100th joined the, the 100 sack club, yeah. you know? They're playing great. The only problem with the Falcons being on the road, uh, other than the obvious, is that we don't get the cool... Shot down from the Mercedes Benz Dome people. I mean that Oof. those shots have been phenomenal. Yeah, and the Falcons' uh, uh, social feeds have made hay out of them. So Tom Pelissero just gave some great food for thought to go into the weekend. It's more than just wins and losses, um, in particular for certain teams this weekend because the trade deadline lurks two Tuesdays from now. It is Halloween afternoon, 4 Eastern time. And you take a look at the teams that if they lose this weekend, they could fall to 1-6 or 0-7. Those are the teams you're looking at. Because that's the point of essential no return here. Where you can look at your fan base and go, this has sucked. And we know it sucks. We know you are not enjoying the sucking. But... What sucks worse is to do this again next year, so we got to make moves now. We already are, are, are in the, the, the sucking zone, so we might as well just lean in and get better fast. Us uh, sucking. That's it. 
And so Patriots against the Bills. Broncos against the Packers. Now that that game's a one-point spread. I think that game's going to be close. The Titans are on a bye this week. Otherwise, falling a two and five might cause some consternation. But what a time to be on a bye as well, right? Their week eight game is home for Atlanta. That's pretty big. Arthur Smith Bowl. That is the Arthur Smith Bowl. And then in the NFC, because everyone else in the AFC, you take a look at you got three wins or even the Chargers falling at two and four, and they're not going to pull the ripcord. No. You know? So there's that. And then the NFC, the Giants, they fall to one and six. You know, Giants fans would be like, this is terrible. And then they trade away Saquon. Would somebody just rip up their season tickets? I doubt it. I doubt it. That would suck for Saquon, too. My gosh. What a year that would be for him. He didn't do anything except get hurt at the wrong time again. It would suck for Saquon unless he goes to Buffalo. Right. And then suddenly, like that, well, know? just, but unless he just loves living and playing for the Giants, living where he lives and plays for the Giants. I mean, in terms of marketing, what's better than New York City? I get it, but. The Cardinals, if they fall to one and six, what do they do? No, nothing. I think this is what we thought they would be all year, kind of. And the Panthers, man. Carolina Panthers. Another time. What a time to be on a bye week. And the Bears, they just ruled Justin Fields out. Oh. Moments ago. Not a, if not they not lose a to one, they, they lose, they go to one and six. But, I, I mean, how many more draft choices can they go ahead and get? Great. Marvin Harrison is waiting to be a Bear. Yep. So go get him. <laughs> go get him. Right? Yeah. And then if you have your take your own pick, unless unless that for more assets, unless and, they they decide to get the Ohio State kid and trade their Ohio State quarterback to go get somebody else in the draft, you could. I mean, I'd be this kind is of what, surprised you if want they to did that, talk though. about what's at stake this weekend. It's more than just any old week seven, man. And if the Vikings fall to two and five, what happens then? I know Kevin O'Connell said we're not giving up. Who makes that call there? I mean, who makes these calls? This is a huge weekend. I wish they would push the trade deadline back a little bit, though. Seems a little early. Mid-November would be great. Yep. I would think so. Just another week or two, but that's for down the road. Uh, I want to appreciate all the (laughs) O'Connells. Kevin O'Connell, Jerry O'Connell, and Tom Pellicero O'Connell, Dan Wetzel O'Connell. I don't think that works. Doesn't work. Chris Long on Monday. We're back at it, gents. We're back at it. Enjoy your week seven. Enjoy college football, everybody. We'll have a a great old time this weekend. We're wrapping this show up on the Roku channel shortly. But that wraps up things for our terrestrial radio audience, Sirius XM and Odyssey and more. Have a great fun weekend. Be safe. Chat again Monday.